0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of History Creeps. I am one of your co hosts, one of the three, Chris Chavez. Uh, The other two are not here. That's right. This is a curse edition of History Creeps. When you hear curse edition, you know, if you're a follower of the show, you listen to the show, you know that the curse edition means that the History Creeps curse has struck. This week, we were supposed to do that's odd, and Johnny is deathly ill again. Like, he was literally sick a couple of weeks ago, and now he's sick again. It's odd. That's odd. Um, who gets sick like one week and is okay the next week and is sick again? The curse, the curse has struck, guys, and it sucks. Uh, but. I'm here. I'm going to bring you guys a curse episode, uh, a little story real quick, something just to whet your appetite until next week, until we come back to you with that, uh, Johnny and I'll get on that. And uh, this week I have a, a guest and it's not the wrestling guest as last time this week. It's um it's one of our listeners who's been a loyal listener. I've referenced her on the show before and uh, welcome to the show. My wife, Erin. Hello. Hello. You wanted to join on join in on this one because uh you knew you heard about the curse we're going to talk about tonight and it interested you.
1: Yes it did. I'm the one that told you to do this a long time ago. Oh really? Yes.
0: There's a few things that you've told me to do a, a and few times that you want to us me. to cover like for Regular uh, history creeps. You want us to cover the Malaysia Air airline disappearance?
1: Yes, I love that story. <laughs> I know you think I'm crazy. I just
0: feel like it's not a full episode. Yes, it's just it like,
1: is. There's so many things.
0: All right. Well, we'll so we're going to work on it. We're going to work can, on it. We're going to work on it.
1: You can just pretend, pretend <laughs> that they're in another dimension. It's fun to think of.
0: We're, we're going to work on that. Okay. That's coming. That is coming. I did say I promised it in the past episode that we'd somehow touch on that, so we will. Uh, but tonight. We're going to cover a curse episode, Um, and the thing with curses is, uh, we talk about the history creeps curse a lot. You listen to the show, you, and it's always weird for me when I find like I know that you listen to it. It is weird. I got to tell you because I know that there's other people that listen to it. They get into it. They enjoy the show. Uh, which is awesome. Um, there's a couple people at work that have told me they have checked it out and already I feel so like self-conscious when I hear that they are listening, but to know that my wife listens to the show, but not because she listens because she's like, you know what? I want to support you. Like you literally listen because you liked, like you like it.
1: Yeah. I don't listen to any of your other shows. So clearly it's not about support.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I know. It's actually pretty funny. Um, But so knowing that you listen, you do know what the history creeps curse is. Uh, Even if you didn't listen, you'd know being married to me and all the stuff that comes up and me coming down saying, well, we're not recording tonight because uh, Johnny's internet went out or uh, Carter, all of a sudden his Skype's not working. You know what I mean? Right.
1: That happens all the time.
0: It's ridiculous. Uh, Good. So your validation listeners know that this isn't just that, hey, we don't want to do a show tonight. It's that. We wanted to. Something like legit came up and stopped us from doing it. But like literally the curse. So curses, the idea is is that something can be cursed because somebody curses it, right? Normally. Like, like King Tut's, like the, the curse of King Tut. Right. The idea that his tomb was cursed was because the people who actually sealed him in... Said like, if you open this, all of this bad shit's gonna happen to you.
1: And since then, seventeen people have died. So yes, for
0: King Tut. Yeah, seventeen. 17? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You should be on the show. <laughs> I did not know that myself.
1: Seventeen.
0: Um, how about like the Hope Diamond? Isn't there something with the Hope Diamond? Like the person who mined it or some shit put a curse on it? And like, I don't know. There's I don't know that one. There's that. There's also there's a- that
1: man that one you did about the movie. Like that one's crazy.
0: The the Eskimo one, yes, exactly, right. Yeah. So who put a curse on that? I'm thinking right. it's the writer. The writer is just like, I don't want anyone reproducing it. It's mine. You try to do it and you die. Anyway, what about like tip a canoe? You know that one about the the oh, president's yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So tonight we're going to talk about a curse, and it, it when I found out about this story and I'd heard about it, um. I don't know. What I'll do is I'll tell the story really is I'll tell you how it goes down and I'll I'll, I'll let you come to your conclusion and your thoughts at the end of it. But to me, I just, um, I can't find a source for this curse. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. Right,
1: right. Well, I mean, there's some speculation of why, but.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, we'll man, to, to me, that sounds like it It was it was made to, to fit the story. Well,
1: obviously, yeah. Nobody knows the source. So.
0: Yeah. So tonight we're going to talk about a curse uh, on paintings. We know that things can be cursed. Podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> um, objects, as you know, families. We talked about the the Von Erich curse. Uh, tonight we're talking about paintings. Uh, I'm going to take us back and we're going to start in 1911. Um, there was this guy named Bruno amadio born in venice italy in january 15, 1911 he would grow up to become an academically trained painter so in the 1950s after world war ii he spent a lot of time uh painting a series of paintings of uh crying children as uh, it was these boys and little boys and girls that were crying he would paint these subjects uh but he would paint them under the the name Bragolin. And so he paint these. He did about 65 different paintings, different versions, uh, right after the war. And they would sell them to tourists in Venice. People would come to visit Venice and, and check out the canals and stuff. They'd go by, you know, where all these famous, I mean, not famous, but like the uh, Italian painters at the time, you know, they see these people painting and, they're, oh, I want to bring one of your original pieces home. Hopefully, you'll become somebody famous, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, but this guy's painting of these crying children became famous. Like people would look at them and be like, I want one of those. It
1: concerns me.
0: It's weird, right?
1: Yeah. Why do you want a crying child in your house? <laughs> and why is he painting crying children? I-
0: I got to tell you, I don't know. I didn't see anything in terms of like why he chose this as the subject and why he was drawn to uh, to paint crying children. But he did about 65 different versions, male and females, boys and girls. Oh, he did
1: girls too. Yeah. So there's 65
0: <laughs> different versions uh, that were produced during the, the, the 50s right after World War II. Uh, like I said, sold to tourists. It was about just trying to make some money. Um, they would become known as the crying boy paintings. Even though there was girls, it was known as the crying boy. I think it was just that the fact was uh, it was more a majority of them were boys than girls. Um... So these paintings would end up being reproduced and sold worldwide over the next few decades. Like, it was famous. Like, it was a big deal to have one of these crying boy paintings in your home. All throughout Italy and and Europe and some parts of America and Australia, these paintings made their way. Uh, Bruno Amadeo would eventually succumb to esophageal cancer in 1981. Interesting. Four years later, on September 5th, 1985, British tabloid, uh, a British tabloid, The Sun, ran a story in which a firefighter claimed to have been called to a number of house fires in Essex, uh, in which at each of these locations, there would be extensive damage. Sometimes the entire, entire house would be burned down. Uh, you could barely tell what was furniture and what wasn't. However, at every single one of these fires, there was a painting of a crying child a crying boy and the painting was not touched it wasn't burned it wasn't charred it was perfectly intact everything else around it burned except this painting
1: that's crazy
0: so the sun run runs this uh this story uh, a couple other tabloids and even regular newspapers latch onto this story and all of a sudden every fire happening around britain during this time people are like right away on it uh what happened was anyone killed did you own a crying boy painting (laughs) like literally that became a thing it's
1: like the fire investigator it's on his questions
0: exactly (laughs) um and that was the thing this version of the crying boy painting by Amadia was found and the odd thing was is it, it just no matter what would happen it was not burned it wasn't charred nothing uh so over the, uh, over the next few months, more and more, these these reports would come in. So, so finally, the Sun put out this thing saying, hey, um, if you own one of these and you're afraid that your house is going to burn down, send us this painting. Send us the print, whatever it is you have, uh, and you don't want your house to burn down, send it to us because we will make sure we're going to get rid of this for you. This really happened. So what ends up happening in 1985, by by Halloween, October 31st, the Sun ends up getting like thousands and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these like pictures and paintings coming in and they have this huge bonfire. They write a huge article about it, talking about they did this bonfire and don't worry. Now uh, the curse is gone. Your house won't burn down if you own this painting. And I don't, I didn't see anywhere else after this story that a house burned down and a painting was found after the fact Uh, But I did see, though, that there were a lot of people that claimed during this time that they'd had this painting for years and years and nothing had happened to their homes. Right. Um, So, again, that's the story. And this like it literally really happened. You can go back and actually find old, uh, you know, archived um, articles from the sun during the 80s, 1985, between September and October, where they would run these stories. and. Culminating basically in this big bonfire story that said we got rid of the curse, uh, hurrah the sun! Right. (laughs) Uh, So, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I just well, first of all, before you get into the thoughts,
0: I wanted to ask you this: in terms of curses, um, little girls when they have like these little sleepovers, don't they do things with curses and spells? Like, isn't that a thing with? With with have you ever heard of this? No, you've never heard of this. No, we just tried to make people pee. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, like
1: putting a hand in the warm water? Of course. Did you ever do the draw uh, unibrows on there? Did you
0: ever do the the whipped cream or the shaving cream on the hand and then tickle the nose or something and make them smack their face? Of course. But you never like you never heard about like when kids would get together or like have sleepovers. Like when you pretend would,
1: like you know witchcraft.
0: Yeah, they would come up with these spells, and somebody would be like, "Oh yeah, if you do this, and it, no. it would make this boy fall in love with you. Or if you do this, it would put a curse on your enemy or whatever."
1: No, I don't really remember anything like that. Really, we tried to play with a Ouija board, but nothing happened.
0: That's the weird thing. Like curses, I feel like is is such a prevalent thing in our society, um, that you'd go so far as to try to capitalize on it, even and if you want to ask me honestly i think my thoughts are that this is just a completely like the sun came up with this thing and it's, was like we're going to make money sell newspapers make it a big deal and even when they have that big hurrah at the end it's kind of like well, how many how many uh you know units did they sell that week when that, right, that right, article came out
1: i think that i don't think at the beginning that was the sun's intention but yes i think as they got more letters in they thought oh wow we can really do something with this because they were like they sold so many of these crying boy paintings they were in so many houses that i need to know the percentage how many what is the percentage of houses that burn that have these paintings yeah obviously it's not 100% because plenty of people said hey i had this crying boy painting in my house for 50 years and nothing ever happened
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so what so i don't understand what is the curse exactly is it that the painting will survive or the painting actually causes your house to blow well, down. I guess the
0: idea behind it was that the curse was the originally part? was wasn't it something along the lines of the, there was a kid that had lived in this uh like foster home or like a, He was um, an
1: orphan kid he was on orphanage. the street
0: that's what it was but he didn't he live in an orphanage and he no. was like some weird like 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 devilish kid that he burned an orphanage down and for some reason this guy no. ended up finding him and painting him No what well, first of all, they I don't know. Remember. There's
1: three different stories. But the one you're talking about yeah. is he found this kid on the street who looked so sad and was crying because yeah, yeah, yeah. his parents had died in a fire. So but exa- the oh, artist takes him home and adopts him, and then paints them. And I don't know. Well,
0: he's crying. Who
1: are the other models? Because you said there's what, 60 of them or something. 65
0: like? versions. So. Doesn't mean that they're all the same. model. I mean, he could have used the boy. And then when he painted Just versions, he changed it. A little, he changed it yeah.
1: But so then the boy, the one story we saw said that the boy, the studio caught on fire. Another one said the kid, oh, the guy's yeah. house caught on fire. So who knows what? So then they thought he was a fire starter. Yeah. Which whatever the hell that means. They start and then, playing
0: the Prodigy song right now. <laughs>
1: fire starter. And then the the boy ended up dying in a car accident in a fire in the car.
0: Ooh. A couple of years. It later. has to be a fire in the car, or else it won't be like the
1: body was creepy, charred beyond recognition. They said. See, here's
0: the thing. If the whole car had been charred beyond recognition, the driver except the boy, then I'd be like, There's the curse, man. That kid's fucking Satan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but then there was like a couple other stories too about it. So I don't think anybody really knows. No, because I think all
0: those ideas, the stories that came, but I think they all came after the fact and people sure, started yeah. putting in these, these urban legends and stories. And we've done episodes on urban legends and we talk about how a lot of them start because of real life instances. So maybe fires did happen. Uh, a son, re- you know, the son run the article on these things. And then this kid reads it and says, Ooh, I'm going to make up this background story that'll sound cool. Somebody else hears it. It's like, hey, that's fact. And then that's how it spreads. I don't think there's any story behind this one. To me, it feels like maybe there were a bunch of fires and maybe I had a couple of them. There was this this painting. Um,
1: I think more than a couple.
0: Yeah, there was a few because I think, uh, and I think the idea behind it was it wasn't so much as as a weird curse thing. Uh, the BBC had some web some show I forget what it was called now, uh, but but something back pumpkin
1: then Pumpkin Pi or something really
0: weird Punt Pi Punt Pi Punt Pi Yeah, uh, <laughs> where the guy I think he's like a comedian originally, but he decides he wants to investigate the crying boy, you know, curse thing, and he finds one of these paintings and literally tries to burn it live on the show. And you watch it. You can watch it on YouTube that the bottom right corner starts to burn. And it burns heavy for a while. But it doesn't spread. It will not spread over the painting of the crying boy. And then it ends up dying out and leaving just this little hole in the bottom right corner. Um, and I, I think what they said is they think that the painter used a specific retardant, something that would stop it you from You can't burning. say retardant. Not retardant. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but they, the painter used one of these things to stop the flames. Fr- if yes. ever it was in a fire, it wouldn't be damaged. Um, but wouldn't and, other painters do that too? And like, all, yeah, yeah. Because you see fires that happen and paintings just go up in flames. Why wouldn't those painters use the same Uh, retardant?
1: I don't know. But they also, there was a fire expert, a fire engineer expert too, that explained why the painting would get burned. Because it's on very. It's on, like, particle board, which is difficult oh, to burn. Oh, yeah, it was then, a different kind of board. And then the way, like, if you hang it up typically by, like, a string, then that would burn off first. It would fall to the ground, and the heat obviously rises. So once it's on the ground, it's relatively safe and blah, 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 blah. So there are, like, scientific explanations for why it doesn't burn. But I just wonder, like, because everything we saw, and I know it's because the sun is in England, but it was all about England. I want to know about house fires and crying boy in other countries. Mm. Or did they only sell this painting in England?
0: That's a good question.
1: I need to find out. I wonder if we
0: have any listeners out in England, if you know anything about this, or if there's anybody else that knows more about The Crying Boy than I, because like myself, Johnny Carter, we never claim to be experts in any of the stuff we're talking about. It's just a complete interest in it. Uh, We start looking into as much as we can, then we want to talk about it. We want to talk about it like normal people like it comes up in conversation and you're not an expert but you want to talk about and how cool it sounds and what it could be and um
1: would you hang this painting in your house if yeah, you had it you that's would that's what
0: i would like to know would would you would you, would you want to put it up here
1: no <laughs> you like, wouldn't like if the, somebody gave it to us as a gift you, you know put that up you know me and i'm not afraid of those things like i throw ouija boards on the ground i don't believe in any of that stuff yeah, you but don't i care. do have a big fear of fire so just in case i really? would not do that yeah, I'm terrified of a house burning this down. This is
0: pretty surprising to me, I got to tell you.
1: Because <laughs> After like 11 you- years, I can still surprise
0: Listen, you. listeners, for real. Uh, Aaron is one of these kinds of people. I could bring a Ouija board in the house, and there's people who would see that and be like, get that shit out of my house. You'd be like, so what? Let's do it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I heard the story when I was young that somebody like threw a Ouija board against a wall, and then later, it, like the Ouija board came at him and stuff. <laughs> so I took my Ouija board that I had as a kid and I whipped it against the wall many times. Just, and you were just, like, "Come on, fucker, do something!" Chase me, mother! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, but you won't put up a, a crying boy. I painting. don't
1: think I would do that. Not here. Maybe like out in the shed or something.
0: <laughs> Burn that fucker down. I want to know how many listeners at home would would want to put one up, and I want to know if any listeners actually own one. That would be kind of crazy That'd if somebody crazy. did.
1: I don't um, believe that it has any curse on it, but just in case, I
0: wouldn't. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna test it. No. Okay, all right. So, uh, final thoughts on the the final thoughts on the curse uh, on the crying boy painting curse.
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty weak. It's it's an interesting coincidence I'll say that but and there's not much information other than like the sun story so it's hard to really get more info about it
0: my final thoughts are exactly there's no other information except for the sun story well apparently there were other papers that caught onto it but to start it was the sun so you're talking about a story that comes out in the tabloid (laughs) Uh, in In America
1: Elvis is still yeah in
0: America that's like saying hey this article we found in the National Enquirer, that might be true. However, <laughs> however let me put this out there. Uh, I'm a huge fan of X-Files. I am a fan of the idea that there are things that we can't explain. And maybe, just maybe, sometimes, those tabloids are the ones that are on the right track. If you ever watch Men in Black... Uh, the movie, there's a, there's a thing about that, that the idea is is that the tabloids are actually right about certain things with aliens and stuff, but because they're tabloids, no one takes them seriously. So you never really know, right? Just
1: remember, even a broken clock is right. Towards exactly. The day, so. <laughs> exactly.
0: However, <laughs> I think me personally, I feel like for this story, it was a sun, like the sun just saw something. It was like, oh, let's turn this into... Whatever. It's September. We're closing in on Halloween. <laughs> what if we turn this into a scary story that by the end of the you know, by Halloween we'll we'll make this big production out of it? I'm just that's wondering what how many fires
1: like. did they have there? Like holy cow.
0: I know, right? Like who's gonna like we need to look into the, how many fires were in Essex and the surrounding area? Uh between September twenty fifth? Was it September fifth, some shit like that? Yeah. Uh, and October thirty first. Be interesting to find out. September 5th, yeah.
1: Yeah, but all these people that were writing into the sun, I think a lot of them, it was fires past that, like before that. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, my house burned down three years ago. And oh yeah, boy yeah, yeah. By the is. way, I had
0: one too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want my but name in print, so yeah, guess so what say, I had. There's no
1: way to really verify any of that.
0: Exactly, exactly. So there you go, guys. There's a, there's a curse episode for you. Take it or leave it. You guys can judge for yourself. Um, is this a real curse? Would you put up a crying boy painting in your home? Uh, let us know. You guys comment all the time, and we really appreciate it. Look, I wanted to mention this, and you know what? We're probably going to mention it on That's Odd or History Creeps when Johnny and uh, Carter are on the show as well. But I just wanted to throw it out there because we just found it out today, and it was really super cool. A friend of mine sent me a thing telling me uh, basically congratulations because History Creeps showed up on the top 100 movers of Stitcher. Now, if you don't know what that means – Uh, Stitcher is, I would, I would say it's one of the top two, uh, iTunes and Stitcher are the top two podcast, um, outlets out there in the, in the nation, maybe the world. I don't know. Um, but Stitcher is one of the big ones. Like that's one of the big places you go for your podcast. We tell you guys to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher all the time. Um, they have ways of rating, their top shows. They have top podcasts overall, top 100. You can go on there and see who's number 1, who's number 100 and all in between. They also have something called the top 100 movers. And this means that within a specific week, uh these podcasts have made significant leaps and bounds, uh jumping up in rankings on 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 their rankings basically. And we made it for last week um we made it in the top 100. We actually made it to number 52. Out of 100 of their top movers of, of podcasts that jumped in rankings, we were number like we ranked 52 in how significant our jump was. Our jump literally took us from whatever our rank was, I don't know what our number was, but took us over 20,227 other podcasts that are listed on Stitcher at this moment. That's Yay, freaking retarded, ridiculous!
1: Congratulations!
0: Thank you. Yes, we're it's so. Because of me, like, I started uh,
1: <laughs> downloading. That's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was all you. Yeah, no, Woo-hoo. but listen, like we are so appreciative of our listeners. We really are. We we love the fact that our listeners um, tune in. They're into the stuff we're into. And Not just that, but they interact. I do a few other podcasts, and I don't have as many interactions with our listeners as we do for History Creeps. It's really cool. So I just wanted to put a thank you out there just for me personally before Johnny and Carter really get a chance to say anything on that. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? They're going to be like, what bad. the hell, dude? No, but seriously, I just wanted to thank everybody that's been listening then downloading the show, supporting us, following us, uh, and especially the ones that interact with us on our, our Facebook page and social media. Uh, I'm going to shout out a few names here. Just these are people who have recently really been interacting with us a lot, and we want to we show our appreciation. So a, a huge thank you goes out to uh, Andrew Coed, Trevor Franklin, Anthony Savas, uh, Daniel Chavez, Christopher Kellogg. Uh, Val McInnes Mason, Michael Thompson, Samantha Cunningham, Jessica Walters, Lauren Lewis, Elise Capriani, Christopher Marriott, and Sean Eric Cooper. Uh, that's just a few names of the many guys and, uh, and ladies that listen to us, and, and Aaron, <laughs> Lilith, uh, that listen to us, download us, uh, um, and support us. Uh, keep an eye out. We're going to keep doing this more and more for you, but we have a Patreon that's going to be coming soon that will, you know, afford you. Other cool perks uh if you so choose to follow and support. So oh I just want to say thank you so much. Aaron, thanks for joining me tonight. No problem. Helping out on the curse episode. Usually at this point of the show we say, hey, tell people you find us on social media, say, but you're you, like you're you like uh don't, don't find, find me, me anywhere. anywhere.
1: <laughs> Unless you need counseling and you're in New York.
0: You want to do that? I mean <laughs> you're a mental health counselor. You can tell people if they're in this area and they need any kind of whatever, go for it.
1: My website is Aaron Chavez LMHC dot com.
0: So, what kind of the counseling do you do? You do you like there's all kinds of things you offer. What do you do?
1: Oh, you're gonna make me sell myself. Just real on quick, here. yeah. Just do
0: it real quick here at the end.
1: Um, I do individual and couples counseling. Yep. I work on trauma using progressive counting. Trauma,
0: in, including like people dealing with ghosts and curses. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay.
1: I haven't had any of those yet, but it'd
0: be interesting if you do. I'll have to have you on the show for that. It one.
1: would be interesting. What yes. else? And, you know, the usual depression, anxiety, life changes kind of stuff, grief, divorce. I deal with it all pretty much. So.
0: Even just regular life changes, like you're going from high school to college and yes. you don't know how to deal with that.
1: Yes. Getting a job for the first time, trying to be an adult and how much it sucks.
0: Awesome. What was the <laughs> website
1: again? Aaron Chavez LMHC.com
0: thanks so much (laughs) guys thank you so much for for, uh, joining us tonight on the curse episode we have a new history creeps that's odd coming at you on Wednesday night of next week so check it out Um, as always for Carter Johnson Johnny Townsend and special guest Aaron Chavez tonight (laughs) Uh, this is Chris Chavez and as always my friends thank you so much for listening thank you so much for supporting putting us at the top movers Stay Creepy.